Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Nine to midday. Better together on Radio 2000 with Ntombi Piri. We're actually joined by Mr. Sissel Masoka, who's the Director of Multilateral Cooperation at the Department of Science and Innovation. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good, thank you, and uh, thank you for having me. Fantastic. First things first, South Africa is the first African country to host the World Sciences Forum. Please tell our listeners more about this event and also why it's important for South Africa. Yeah, well, thank you very much. That's a very important question because if you look at the World Science Forum, originally it was initiated by Hungary, so Mm. it's organized by the Academies of Science of Hungary. And if you look at the Academies of Science globally, uh, to be a member, you have to be invited. So for us as South Africa hosting this event, we are able to invite some of the African countries. So we're creating inclusivity around this uh, initiative. And uh, for us, it's very important because it puts South Africa at the center of science and technology at a global scale. So we see ourselves as uh, claiming a space where the global south is able to say there is a lot of science happening in uh, South Africa and there's a lot of good science also happening in the continent. And therefore, it's important that when we host this event, we don't see it solely as a South African event, but also as an African event. Mm, Speak to me about some of those African countries that will be joining. Well, we have uh, the minister from the DRC who is here. We have uh, people from Lesotho, the minister as well. We've got the officials from Malawi. Uh, The minister of Angola was also here. I think they have left just yesterday. Mm. So it it really consolidates some of the bilateral activities that we also have with uh, these African countries within the SADC region. But what is also important is that you have very important uh, researchers and scientists Mm. from uh, North Africa, from East Africa uh, and throughout. So Mm. for us, it's it's more than uh, simply a South African event. It's more about uh, a global event in an African continent uh, showcasing what the continent has to offer the world in relation to science, technology and innovation. And it's beautiful to see. Now please give us a short overview of the past two days of the event and the main highlights on the theme science for social justice by the way i love the theme oh yes of course i think it's a very important theme uh, this was uh, emphasized and chosen by uh, minister blade in zmande in 2018 we're in uh, budapest and uh, when we raised the hand to actually host the event in 2021 unfortunately we then experienced COVID. Oh, yes. Uh, and we had to do a series of uh, side events on virtual platforms. And we're happy that we're now hosting it uh, in person in Cape Town at a beautiful city. Mm. And the social, uh, a sense of social justice, it's, it's uh, emphasizing the importance of uh, inclusivity, not only of gender representation, but making sure that people in the periphery are right at the center of the design, development, and discussions around science and innovation. Now, the highlight for me, uh, firstly, was that we had the event being opened by the president. Oh, yes. Uh, so I've been in Budapest twice. Uh, it's very rare to find their presence <laughs> opening the event. I was also in Brazil, I think, in 2013. And uh, the scale uh, of the Cape Town event is 
probably three or five times more than what I've seen before. Sure. So, so it, it really shows that uh, we've managed to pull quite a big event here. We've managed to pull the whole world to Cape Town to be able to, to have a meaningful discussion. So you have a youth that is around, that is actively participating from the different uh, universities mm. in the Cape. Mm. But we also have uh, students from UKZN, from uh, KwaZulu-Natal, from Limpopo, and from uh, Gauteng. So it's a very, very representative. And what is important around social justice, it's also the fact that when we design policies around science and technology, we make sure that they are responsive to the challenges that we are having around poverty, mm. uh, unemployment, and youth engagement. Mm. One of the speakers, the main speakers yesterday, Dr. Gabriela Ramos, the Assistant uh, Director General from the Social and Human Sciences at UNESCO, said science is about the people. And so how can scientific knowledge improve the quality of life at many different levels? How does then science merge with the township life? How does it merge with our day-to-day -day life? Not true. I mean, it's very important because uh, for us at the Department of Science and Innovation, we say science knows no borders. So mm. uh, it, it has to cross beyond that. It, it, it doesn't have to be an exclusivity at uh, UCT yes. or Stellenbosch. Yes. Uh, you know, you take uh, the University of Johannesburg, which is uh, in Soweto, the, the former campus, you know, small ones, which are Bush universities. Uh, Professor Marwala have transformed that institution to be one of the leading uh, universities where you have a very strong science uh, center that mm. uh, is at, in, at the center of Soweto and uh, having to accommodate a lot of youth that are going there to be exposed to uh, different uh, disciplines in the science environment. So uh, not only science uh, not knowing borders, but also science happened because of people. So without the people, you cannot be doing good science. And therefore, that is why you look at our international collaborations that are beyond just simply borders. And therefore, when you bring it down to uh, South Africa, you'd realize that uh, we have a lot of uh, initiatives that we are undertaking in the different provinces at the township level in rural areas. I mean, you go to Kofimva, but we have invested a lot in building the science center, putting in solar panels. Uh, making sure that the students have tablets even before the Houghton student had tablets. So students in, uh, uh, at high school levels in Trofimva already had access to tablets and so on. So, I love it. So that, that's, that's the, the, the people-centered element of science, technology and innovation. I love it. Lastly, before I let you go, because I know there's a lot of things to do, um, South Africa has really affirmed its status as a global leader in science, technology and innovation. And also the scale of this event shows or, or rather speaks to that exactly. Please give us insight on key programs that have placed South Africa in this position. Well, I think uh, as a department, of science and innovation the square kilometer array which is in the northern cape is uh, a large uh, research infrastructure around the uh, astronomy and that is what uh, sure. has placed south africa right at the center in a, in a global environment of uh, doing amazing breakthrough and what people call blue science uh, uh, research mm. and not only that what i would like to highlight is uh, a young man called daniel ndima who people might have uh, heard that he uh, produced uh, the f rapid test for COVID sure. um, and this is an under 35 year old which is funded <laughs> by the, uh, some of our institutions uh, in South Africa and uh, he has managed to get accreditation and got uh, regulated so he's supplying the rapid testing for COVID in the different pharmacies. Now they have now developed
developed an AI platform that are combining with uh, machine learning. So if you have an 85-year-old young man uh, doing such amazing breakthrough science, clearly what we are doing as the Department of Science and Innovation in promoting youth entrepreneurship, promoting science and innovation for social ills and social challenges, clearly there is something that we are doing far better than that. And of course, uh, there are a whole range of other different areas where we are putting a lot of investment in. And now, if you look at the green hydrogen, since last week there's been a presidential summit on green hydrogen. Mm. There's been a series of activities also happening parallel and surrounding the uh, World Science Forum around the green hydrogen. And this is the future. But if you look, take a step back, you'd realize that the department has been investing in the green hydrogen 15 years ago, mm. when people were not even talking about the green hydrogen as an alternative energy. When you take nanotechnology, we did the same thing as well. So now people are talking about green hydrogen and we're right at the forefront and we're beginning to look at potential to actually export to countries like uh, Europe and Asia. Uh, about last month, we're signing agreements with uh, uh, Japan, uh, with Itochu, you have the Mitsubishi Bank being involved in financing the program. So there is a lot of breakthroughs that are actually happening in the science space in South Africa that are not only benefiting South Africa, but they are also benefiting the world and we're hoping that we'll be seeing a lot of socioeconomic benefit out of that. That's fantastic. I like hearing that deals being signed as well as uh, agreements being made with different stakeholders because we are currently in stage six. So energy is definitely, alternative energy rather, is a hot topic at the moment. Indeed it is. And uh, we are beginning to look at uh, some of the mothballed uh, infrastructure of ESCOM to start repurposing them to be able to utilize hydrogen to continue their yes. powering them and being able to restore the energy because without energy we have challenges with the industry. 100%. And especially our small businesses that are struggling because they cannot allow themselves to be shut down for half a day without mm. production mm. because their livelihoods depend on that. So for us as the Department of Science and Innovation, we'll always look at this emerging technologies, uh, new innovations that actually replace old uh, uh, sciences but also enhances the old sciences to be able to be always in the cutting edge of uh, emerging areas of, uh, of research and be able to repurpose ourselves, pivot the country, uh, create to economic development and allow our, our people to have a better lives. I thoroughly enjoyed this chat. I love the fact that in this conference there are solutions as opposed to more problems being added to the problems that we have. Sir, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day today and uh, I hope to bump into you <laughs> as you. the day continues. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Catch the Radio 2000 podcast on radio2000.co.za.